Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Carringtons are back. The Carringtons are back here on AfterBuzz TV as we discuss the CW's brand new remake, Dynasty. So don't move a muscle. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TV Pilot Reviews here on AfterBuzz TV. Guys, my name is Jeff Graham. If you want to find me online, you can do so at Jeffrey C. Graham. And for those tuning in for the first time, this is a show where we review Hollywood's hottest new pilots and let you know whether we should pass or play. Of course, I'm not doing this alone. I've got a couple amazing co-panelists here with me. D'Angelo, let's start Yo, with you. This was a smooth track. Wow. I know, is, man. I'm impressed by this. I like the music yeah, in the pilot. I do. It was kind of... Even this if sounds I better now than it did in the show, actually. <laughs> Maybe because the show's not playing, <laughs> yeah. which is a preview as to my thoughts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. Uh, so, I'm D'Angelo. You can hit me up on Twitter at D'Angelo TV or on Instagram at D'Angelo. We also have a special guest with us. Yes, we Hi, do. Well, new family member. New so family member. New family. Yeah. Yay. I'm Linda Antwi, and you can find me at Linda so girly all across social media. Linda, we're so excited to have you. Thank Thank you. you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Get more opinions, you know. Absolutely. Add more members to the family. Even more members. The show is a little bit more complicated than that. Absolutely. And guys, of course, you see that Sam is not here today, but the good news is we do have her remotely. So I believe we have Sam on the line. Sam, can you hear us? I think we're calling her as we speak. We will be with Sam in just a moment where she will introduce herself. In the meantime, let's go ahead. We can start with our passer plays. Um, so we'll go ahead and do our overall. Actually, we do have Sam. Sam, can you hear us? I think she might be muted. I wonder if the best bet would be to have Sam call the phone number of our studio. Because we have to have a full family. We, have to we have do have to have the full family. I'm going to go ahead. Guys, this is the fun of live TV. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and text Sam our studio phone number, and we're going to have her call in. In the meantime, Dee, can you start with your overall thoughts? And Bree, yeah. before I do that, just pull up the number of our studio so I can text it to Sam. I'll, I will give my overall thoughts. I, I'm going to give it a pass. I, I'm looking forward to explaining it more. I'm not, I don't think it's a bad show, though. That's, like, one thing that I think is really interesting. Like, this is going to be the first time I pass on a show that is just, like, not something that I can say is a bad show. I'm going to say it's a show that it's not for me. So, I'll, I'll elaborate on that, but that's where I am. How about you, Linda? Am I allowed to be a tentative play? Yeah, we definitely yeah. even yeah. use that exact word yeah. of tentative, tentative play. play. I'm going to be yeah. a tentative play because originally I wanted to say pass. Mm-hmm. But I will explain as we go along why I'm going to be on the fence. On the fence. Right. Yes. Okay, okay. I like to make my passive play like based on if I'm if I care enough to to watch the next episode, and that's why I'm kind of giving it a pass because I know I don't I'm not going to really care enough. I, I was a little intrigued, but I was I felt shame shame for my intrigue, so I'm like I'm not going to check it out again. The reason why I'm attentive of plays because my parents and my mom specifically Mm -hmm. she grew up on dynasty Uh, and we talked about it before i watched the pilot mm -hmm. and she was all about oh you have to give it a chance because the first season 
back in the 80s was terrible. <laughs> oh, really? The whole first season. Oh. So she's like, you got to stick it out because they're laying, literally said, they're laying the groundwork. I was so that's reading why that. I'm, like on, I'm on the fence. She believes that. Yeah, because I think they added Joan Collins in season two, mm-hmm. and that was like what really turned up the show. Yes. Um, I have really similar thoughts to you, D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a well-written show. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a pretty well-acted show, barring a couple of performances. Yeah, I, like, that, I like your word usage there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, I thought, and I thought it looked really good. I gotta yeah. say, like, I think it was beautifully shot. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, um, I think I've got to pass. I just yeah. feel like it's not a show for me. Um... Even despite the fact that, like, I do think it was a decently well-written show and yeah. a well-acted show. So we'll get more into it in just a sec. Um, but let's go ahead and talk. Oh, so I guess that would mean right now I am a pass, officially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think at this point we should go ahead and get into sort of the development of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a remake, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, Linda. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any experience with the previous iteration of Dynasty? I have a little bit just from what my mom has, has told me. When she watched, okay. Yeah. When she watched it, she yeah, was like have... a huge. It was a huge thing in the eighties, yeah. and it I think was like a trailblazer. From my understanding, from what I read and what she's told me, it's been a trailblazer for fashion, yeah. and it was kind of like I'm not sure what the sh- the show was, but it was a show about like the rich and famous, mm-hmm. like a reality show. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was the show that they people watched, and they were like, you know what, Dynasty and Dallas, yeah, I want to live thing. that. I want to live that lifestyle, and that's what my mom was like. This is amazing. Look so at all the glitz. Look at all the money, right? So when Yeah, I think those are the two like competing shows yeah. at the right. time were Dynasty and Dallas. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting because when I you know, I was watching the you know, the trailer the pop up for the show and they were in the they were talking about how big of a deal that show was in the eighties and I was like, you know, that pretty much if I if I'm into a show from then it's because my parents were watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never had heard of it, like never heard of anything of it. So it was like a really fresh Look for me, mm-hmm. um, which has its pros and cons because it could be like I have nothing to compare it to. Right. Um, so it was it was it was an interesting experience for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think it's interesting. Just to give you guys some context as to what the original show was, I pulled a quote from online. It's an Aaron Spelling show, um, mm-hmm. and Aaron Spelling. You know, you think of some of the giants of TV producing. You think of Norman Lear. You think of now Josh Schwartz, who mm-hmm. actually created this show. Um, but Aaron Spelling did a was a kind of the godfather of a lot of soapy shows in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Um, I think we might have Sam on the line now. Sam, can you hear us? Yeah! Awesome! Sam, really quick, I do want to hear your initial thoughts and your passer play. Um, oh my god. Okay, first of all, I feel like I need to apologize to everybody for all the hype. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's been very excited about this show. She was big. I have been so excited about this show, and I was insanely disappointed. Mm. Um, I I think I might be a little bit harsh on it, just because I love these kinds of shows. Yeah. But I thought that, you know, not a lot of us have seen the original Dynasty. I just know it from its reputation. Mm. I've never personally seen it. Mm. But in a way, I was thinking as I was watching it, are they expecting us to know these dynamics? Because I don't, and this is really weird to me. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't match up. Interesting. Personally. So you feel like not having seen the original show inhibited your viewing experience overall? 
Maybe, but, you know, I also just felt as though there wasn't one character that we could root for, which Mm. is very important in a pilot. Yeah, and I I can feel you, especially, Sam, because I know you were so excited for this pilot, so you probably feel like you were betrayed. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I feel a little bit betrayed by it, and I, yeah, I'm a pass right now. You're a pass? Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and um, kind of read this sort of thing that I found online. So, again, Aaron Spelling, giant of TV, was kind of the brainchild behind this. He was already well-known for shows like Starsky and Hutch and Charlie's Angels and even Love Boat. Um, And he took on Richard and Esther Shapiro, who were kind of the creators of this show, who were describing a rich and powerful family who lived and sinned in a 48-room Denver mansion. Um, Basically, Aaron Spelling said in 1985, we wanted to do something that we thought would be fun, like an American fantasy. We thought people had seen enough stories where families fell apart. We wanted a strong 19th century sort of family where people were in conflict but loved each other in spite of everything. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of like the basis for the original dynasty. Mm -hmm. Of course, this project was helmed by the very famous Josh Schwartz, who's the brainchild behind shows like The O.C. and Gossip Girl. Um, Do you guys have any contacts with those shows? I do. How about you? So, Linda, are you a fan of those shows? I actually really loved Gossip Girls. Mm-hmm. OC, I was, ah, uh, I could take it or leave it, but I really loved Gossip Girls. And I think that with Josh and Stephanie, I did have high expectations. Yeah. I'm still hoping that I can get into the show. Okay, cool. But I agree with Sam. Like, we don't know these characters. And one of the things that I saw as well was I used to watch Dallas, the remake that was back in 2014. Mm, there was and, a, yeah, that's and right. And there I was forgot. a it was a continuation. So it was like our generation, but the Dallas version, and then they brought in some of the old characters. Mm. That I could follow this. I'm just kind of like, okay, who's who mm-hmm. and what's what? Mm. It's a little vague maybe, mm-hmm. or just hard to kind of put your sink your teeth into, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. D'Angelo. I mean, so I mean I didn't watch the OC, but Gossip Girls I got into because a girl I was talking to at the time was into it, so we watched it a lot. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, I kinda like Gossip Girls. Yeah. I like I've the heard style Gossip Girl yeah, is really good. Yeah. good. So I uh, have an understanding of the style and I definitely see some similarities there. And Sam, you're a super fan of both these shows, right? <laughs> How did you know, Jack? <laughs> I am a huge super fan of both Gossip Girl and the OC. I swear I've rewatched probably the entirety of both of those series five times. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And and with both of those pilots, both of those pilots, I think, both Gossip Girl and the OC, are absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Mm. This was not, it just seemed like it was trying to take from both of those shows and Mm. other shows and just expect it to, like, sit on its feet without giving us a lot to take from. Interesting. I think. I'm being really hard. (laughs) She's assigning expectations. I had no expectations. And. We've we talked about shows where I feel like pilots were actually bad. I would not say that this was a bad pilot. Yeah. It wasn't an exceptional pilot. I, p- I pass on it because it's not for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, if someone is to say that they are looking forward to the show or enjoy the show, I completely understand there are some very compelling aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam, I'm, I'm glad you said that. It's interesting. A lot of TV writers actually cite the OC pilot as one of the best written pilots in terms of world building and establishing a tone. Mm. Um, even though it's, you know, a teen show, mm-hmm. the pilot does its job so much better than a lot of pilots do for their actual shows. So we know that Josh Schwartz knows how to come out of the gate swinging. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he did it for this show is the discussion that yeah. we'll kind of have today. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there it is. Um, 
I'm Linda, I'm glad you mentioned Stephanie Savage, of course, mm-hmm. because she's the other sort of mastermind who's behind this. So we want to make sure we give her her credit as well, because it's not just a Josh Schwartz gig. We also have Sally Patrick, who's the third credited development writer yeah. who mm-hmm. kind of made this project happen. So um, that's kind of the history and the development of the show. Um, I know CW's been really excited about it. Mm-hmm. It looks like they put a lot of money into this pilot, mm-hmm. um, except for the the plane and the explosion which is a bit of a spoiler <laughs> or that you don't oh, know yeah. when it's happening you don't you know and you, don't even, you don't even know what i mean by explosion but it didn't look great to me besides i mean i think it looked like a high budget pilot but those it besides cw-esque those two them, yeah their, their explosions look like that you're so right <laughs> that's hilarious guys 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 i have a theory about that okay <laughs> there's a theory okay what's the theory well, it's that he didn't freaking die. Yeah. And that's why it's so stupid. Hey, hey, that's a spoiler. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler oh, alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that was you. Um, you talking about that? You were talking, talking about explosions for you. <laughs> so for those who are tuning in, we are getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but they don't know who he is. Yeah, they that's don't know true. who he is. It could be anybody. Yeah. I'm sorry, get back, guys. What can I do? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Before we move forward, can we talk about the collage that they had in the beginning with the dynasties of the Kardashians and the oh, yeah, the montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. voiceover very... at the beginning. What did you think of that? That's interesting. I think it set the tone. I mean, I didn't think much of it. It set the tone for what I, what to expect. It was good for me because I'm I have no idea what to expect from Dynasty. Mm-hmm. So for me it was like, okay, this is what you can expect. This is this is the context for it in this era. Yeah, and so like okay. when they said Kardashians, when they said they showed us Trump and like family like that, it's like okay, this is what I can expect from them. So it worked for me. Yeah, I think I I feel like it kind of worked. I felt a little manipulated or something. <laughs> yeah, like, like it was like just a way to kind of kind of cash grab on zeitgeist pop cultural uh, zeitgeist yeah, just yeah. to sort of trick so me into thinking it's a smart it. show or something yeah, yeah. that might sound critical but i get what they were doing and yeah. i'm sure if their goal is to push back against the notion that this is a stale remake and that they're just borrowing from the conventions of the original mm-hmm. they thought what can we do to immediately modernize the show and so I mean, showing there are definitely some twists because there are some twists the was definitely not oh i don't want to spoil I'm <laughs> at sorry. this point if you're so <laughs> listening, we're getting spoiled. can i spoil now um yeah because i know for, for a fact that the song wasn't gay right in in the 80s yeah and i wasn't on tv so and i yeah i feel like that montage was an example of them trying to contextualize and modernize the show but what's funny is in five years that's going to age the show yeah, so and, much and, and mm. i felt like it it kind of aged it already. Like yeah. it just felt like they pulled a YouTube clip and like popped it mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I agree with you overall. Um, Sam, what was your thought on the kind of montage intro? I would have liked it if it would have made more sense to the story. Yeah, which I don't think that it really did. I I did think it was manipulative, and and I just am like I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like you. You can't get me this way, guys. But I really would have loved the pop culture references mm-hmm. if it made sense. Yeah. To me, those just didn't. They're, yeah, I agree. They might have just been kind of like clickbait for TV almost, yeah. like the yeah. TV version of clickbait. Um, at this point, mm-hmm. we kind of move into talking about the specific characters and performances. So what I'm going to do real quick is just read our cast list and our characters and give the actors the credit they deserve. Um, kind of in this lead role, we have Elizabeth... Oh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Cow? Giles? Giles? Or 
Gillies. I'm guessing it's Gillies. I think so. Elizabeth Gillies playing Fallon Carrington. Mm -hmm. Um, We have Natalie Kelly playing Crystal Flores. We have James McKay playing Stephen Carrington, who's um, sort of the gay brother. Mm -hmm. We have Robert Christopher Riley playing Michael Culhane, who I'm assuming is sort of the competitive competitor who she partners with. Yes, she... The Carrington, right? Carrington partner. You said Michael Cohen. The, he wasn't he the drummer? The drummer. Driver. Oh, the, oh yeah, he must have been. With? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. And we have um, Sam Adegoke yes. playing Jeff Colby, who he's, he's the competitor. competitor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of course, because at, even per the original, it's the Carringtons versus the Colbys. Colby. That's mm-hmm. like the classic mm-hmm. family feud. Mm-hmm. We have Rafael De La Fuente, um, nice. who is. Thank you. I see which name you prepared for. Yes. <laughs> Clearly, only one of these. Uh, who's Sammy Joe Jones, who is, of course, um, Stephen Carrington's boyfriend. We have Alan Dale playing Joseph Anders. And finally, we have Grant Show playing Blake Carrington. Um, what did you guys think of these actors and characters overall, the general performances in the show? Um, I will say that this was the, the hit or miss area for it. I, I'm not going to... I don't know where to critique them specifically, but I know for for instance when I saw Fallon's character at the beginning, I didn't believe her. Mm. It got a lot a little better as certain actions started to happen, but the way the voiceovers that's where the voiceovers start, started to feel fake to me. Yeah, because they wanted me to really feel a certain. They they told me how to feel about her mm-hmm. as opposed to showing me. And mm-hmm. so like for her, I don't know if it was her, if that was the writing, and I was just kind of like, this is not working for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bit of a disconnect between yeah. what was happening on screen and what you were able to buy into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Linda? I, I mean, I agree with Dee. I think that uh, I felt a little manipulated mm-hmm. by the voiceover. Like, you don't have to tell me you're the black sheep. Just mm-hmm. act it. Yeah. Sure. But for for Elizabeth, I think she did a great job given this is supposed to be like a soap opera. And mm-hmm. I know that we talked a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. I felt it was soapy. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm not used to watching like soapy type of shows. Yeah. Um, but if it's supposed to be like over the top acting and, you know, very dramatic, then they, then she nailed it. Yeah, I do think tone is maybe a bit of a problem right now. And we'll kind of get into, I feel like this pilot was trying to maybe navigate two tones at the same time, which sometimes worked for me and sometimes didn't. In terms of the characters and performances, and Sam, I'll be excited to hear what you think too, but... Um, overall, I think these performances are fine. They're doing the jobs they need to. I think any errors in performance might owe to the tonal problems the show's having right now. I do have to say there's one performance that I'm really not liking, and that's actually Grant Show playing Blake Carrington. Mm, which is an important character. I know. So basically for those, I mean, if you're still listening, you've probably seen the show, but if you haven't, this is a show about a very, very powerful business family, and the patriarch of this entire company is sort of this traditional blue blood business owner named Blake Carrington. Yeah. He's played by Grant Show, who of course has a history with teen shows. He was in Melrose Place, or mm-hmm. no, Beverly Hills 90210. Melrose Place. Melrose Place, thank mm-hmm. you. To me, they're kind of the same show. <laughs> they really are. Um, but I really had problems with this performance. I don't mm. know if I'm the only one. Sam, I'd be interested to hear your take. I, I haven't let you even speak on the characters in general yet, but... <laughs> um, okay, so I know him from Melrose Place and recently in Devious Maids, and I like him in that. I know that you know he's good. All I can think of is that he's like hiding a lot of secrets, yeah, and he's really bad at it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, there, there, it's like there's a huge missing piece. I feel like of this entire pilot mm. that we don't see, which would explain his behavior 
in his children's behavior, in his, you know, now wife's behavior. It just seems like we missed something. Yeah. That would explain it all. I don't know. But, you know, they didn't show it to us. So what are we going to do? And do you remember <laughs> in the beginning in the voiceover part where they talk about how he's very blue collar mm-hmm. and he's not changing with the world and he can't believe all the changes and he's kind of like a guy's guy? I don't feel like that character portrayed that at all. Like, mm. yeah. I wrote a note that I can't believe he's not changing with the world. His fiance is Latina, yeah. you know, and, and his son is gay, like, oh, and he's open to it. So what part is not changing? Yeah. All it's of a really sudden, you're not, a you're not yeah. into fracking and eco-friend. Like, I don't know. I just didn't believe it. Yeah, there's something. I, there and, were a lot of moments when I kind of heard something said, but didn't necessarily see it exactly. on screen. There was sort of a disconnect between what I think I was supposed to be seeing and what I was actually seeing in this pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam? I just think it's kind of a bummer. If you're going to take an old show and really go by the books, with that plot, then show that, then do that. If you're not going to do that, create new characters yeah, that are going to be based off of those characters. I think that's where they struggled with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, I, but I, I think for the most part, most of these performances are good. I'd, I'd be curious to hear you guys' take on the performance that Grant Show is giving us. Am I, I, maybe I'm being critical. I think I'm curious to hear your guys' opinions because for some reason it really didn't work for me. Hmm. And I don't know, maybe for you it was maybe a writing thing where mm-hmm. you just weren't seeing... I just didn't believe him as yeah. a blue-collar, like, straight yeah, narrow. Like, it's only going to be this way, and and I'm not changing with the world because right. I, I'm so powerful. Yeah. And I also didn't kind of believe him as a patriarchy of the family. Yeah. He seemed a little... I don't know. Maybe I'm stuck with him not being that way like too young mm-hmm. maybe i feel like he, he just didn't seem alpha enough maybe yeah, something mm-hmm. yeah what do you think i you know i it's it's a general thing i don't it's not specific to him it's just i didn't believe most like there were moments where i was like okay this is not bad and there were other moments where i was like i don't really believe you mm-hmm. so yeah but again i don't know if it's the acting i don't know if it's the writing right mm-hmm. um, or so, the direction or the direction yeah, yeah so um, I will say there is one performance in character that I did really like overall, mm. and that was actually James McKay playing Stephen Carrington. He's um, the sort of gay yeah. son who's mm. the progressive, yeah. sort of liberal, open-minded um, protest soul that's pushing back against sort of the traditionalism of his family. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was very charmed by this performance. Mm. Um, and to me, this was the one character I thought was very vividly drawn mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the characters on mm. this show. I agree with you. And I think that he was having fun with it. Like, at least from mm-hmm. from a viewer perspective and my perspective, I believed his character and I believed he was, like, having fun and, and liberal and he's going to do what he wants and he's breaking the walls. You know, I yep. believed all of that. Cool. Yeah. Sam? I, yeah, he was by far and away my favorite character, um, as well as, is it Sammy Joe? Mm-hmm. Is that what mm-hmm. they're calling him? Yeah, his boyfriend. Yeah, uh, his boyfriend, who um, people in the chat told me that that was actually played by Heather Locklear in the original oh, show. Wow. Yep. Cool. Um, so well, they switched some stuff up. I like that. And just so, because I wrote it down as a note too, so it was Sammy Joe, and in this show he's going to be Sam Jones. Oh, nice. So he's yeah. like the male version of it, yeah. Um, Love it. So in terms of the overall plot, I think this is where I sort of the show lost me a bit Mm -hmm. because this is kind of the way I feel in general about this show 
I think 20 years ago, seeing a very dramatic, rich, white family was probably kind of new and fresh and fun. Whereas I think in 2017, yeah. seeing a wealthy white family, like, we can watch any reality show. We can watch The Housewives. We can watch The Kardashians. Mm. I just don't really care to mm. watch this show, unfortunately. Even though, again, I think it's pretty well written. I, I think it could have been much worse. I just don't really care that much today about a really super rich white family. I was really well said. I don't think I thought about it in that way, yeah. but everything like I like I've said, the show is it's all right, you know, yeah. to me, but I was like I don't I don't think I'm going to revisit it. And that's probably why it doesn't stand out. Yeah. I'm not getting anything anything from it. Like I'm not stimulated in a certain way. Like there's I don't feel a really strong commentary or anything. Like right. I feel like that's the direction of shows now. Mm-hmm. And so that's this show kind of blends in with stuff I've seen growing up, and I think that's really well said. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, but I'm gonna stick with my tentative play, <laughs> and and here's why: because maybe it's not just gonna be about that. Yeah. Maybe it's gonna be about the twists and turns, yeah. and you know, sticking as a family and being a family and the love of a family, mm-hmm. but also all the drama that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Because you work together, you play together, you're building this this family out together and introducing a new character being the wife or the fiance yeah. and what dynamic that's going to play so maybe yeah. mm-hmm. it's going to fit with the CW and Gossip Girls because you remember Gossip Girls was really like a lot of infighting yeah. and, and all of that so maybe they're doing that for the rich and famous yeah if that makes sense yeah and I think there were moments when they tried to push back against it's like clear that the show knew it needed to update because yeah. like I think, like, they're like, what if we made the son gay? And, like, what if the wife was Latina? Right. But to me, like... And the they... Kobe's black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish they would have pushed that stuff a little harder. Because mm. even you think of a show like Empire, which is also about a really rich family, but, mm. like, they're African-American, right. which is, like, already, just to me, a little more interesting. Mm. Because there's so many options for TV. And historically, there have been so many options for TV about rich white people. Like, yeah. the, to me, this is this show should be called First World Problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's... <laughs> that's, good. Um, that's good. And, yeah, I... It, again, like, that's not necessarily me even criticizing the show. I'm just sort of like, why do they're I pulling watch? On, they're, they're pulling on the nostalgia aspect. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. pulling on that... Can I... Can I... Can I say... Can yeah. you guys hear me? Can yeah. I say yeah. something? Yeah, jump in. <laughs> of okay, so it's... My problem isn't about it being, you know, white people problems, because that's obviously what it is, yeah. essentially. A lot of these shows are. Right. Um, but it's that we can't relate to any of the characters. Mm. We aren't, like, who are we following? Who's the protagonist here? Yeah. Well, and I mean, in a oh. pilot, we need to see that. Yeah. You don't feel like Fallon is relatable in being a woman trying to establish herself in a male-dominated industry? I mean, I really didn't like her. Yeah, mm. okay. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't, I didn't get it. I mean, if anyone, I was relating to Crystal, which is freaking weird. Yeah, same, she has the same uphill battle, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think this show really would have benefited from giving us a fish-out-of-water character. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's what the OC does, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the OC is, to me, such an interesting pilot because it is white people, rich people problems until a poor kid shows up. Mm -hmm. And then it's like everyone has all these questions. Whereas if everyone's just rich... Yeah. yeah. It's like that's true. It's very good. I yeah. just would have loved some kind of wrench yep. 
amidst all of the wealth. And you almost thought you got it with the driver yeah. until he's like, I make 200000 right. a year. And I'm like, Which what driver? Is- I'm like, can I have <laughs> his job? Yeah. Right? That sounds great. <laughs> I don't know. So I think to me, the plot and sort of the stakes of the show are just what I'm having problems with. Because even the stakes are like, if this doesn't go well, I might only have 49 cars. Like, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just my opinion on the show. And for people who, who that stuff doesn't bother, I think they could really like the show. Yeah. yeah. That's just kind of my take. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but I do think, I mean, I'll keep this brief, but I do think they're, they're really counting on the nostalgia and popularity of the mm-hmm. show from the 80s. Yeah. Me. But is that the same audience? Exactly. Because I don't yeah. know if my mom's going to think that this is fantastic. And right. she, I mean, when I say super fan, super fan of the original mm. show. That's the fear, right? Is so, because... um, Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Carlos Hernandez, I'm, I'm just uh, checking the chat right now. He said, well, I think Crystal is the fish out of water, mm. which I, I think she's the only one that I can actually relate to in some way. Yeah. And I'm assuming it's going to be her. It's it's going to be her eyes that we're going to be seeing this world perhaps cool. moving forward. Yeah, that would be interesting. And I would love uh, some kind of twist. Um, mm-hmm. I think what's an interesting point you brought up is we're trying to capitalize on the nostalgia of the old show, but the fear is that if you are trying to capture the older fans of the original soap, it might be too racy. It might include too much, yeah, you know, yeah. why is there a black guy? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But if you're trying to capture people my age, we're like, why is this all about rich white people? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm worried they're walking too much of a middle line and they're accidentally kind of creating a show that might not grab anyone. Right, mm. because who's your audience? Yeah. Who's watching this? Because the CW as a network, who's your audience? Yeah. Right. right. That's what you have to remember. And if you're drawing in the older crowd, you know, our parents' crowd, then I don't know. Are you are you hitting your target? Yeah, I don't know. I'll be interested to see what you guys think in the comments, especially if we have people who like the show more. Because there's part of me that thinks, for a decently well written, good looking show, I would like to see it succeed and I would like to see it improve. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I want to talk about now, which is pretty important to understanding the show, is just tone because we've sort of talked about. There was one specific moment in this pilot that I really liked, and that was actually when they really ramped up the soapiness. <laughs> um, we're gonna get spoilery right now, but. My favorite part of the pilot was when these two women were catfighting. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, maybe that's the guilty pleasure moment. And I don't know what that says about me, that my favorite moment. <laughs> we all love drama. We, but that's what I wanted more of. Like, I'm like, if you're going to make a modern soap, we want more hair pulling. Yeah. We want more. This is the stuff that's the guilty pleasure fun stuff. Yeah. Where was all that during this yeah. pilot? So it, are they, is that the goal there? This is supposed to be a soap opera? I don't know. Yeah. I think I so. Think well, the original was a soap opera. It was, it was yeah. a nighttime. It was a primetime soap. Uh, yeah. It was a night. Yeah. I think the original was one of the first nighttime soaps ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just that to uh, me the it show wasn't should... soapy enough. I agree. Yeah. It wasn't. So, I didn't know it was solely supposed to be a soap opera. Yeah, it, it was not dramatic enough. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. What do you think, Sam? Well, Carlos Hernandez in the chat says that is what Dynasty, the original, was known for is cat fights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who doesn't love to watch a cat fight? But I, I also didn't really understand the rivalry between the two. I, I rewound a little bit and I was like, why do they hate each other? I, I don't get it and I don't love to see women like yeah. fighting each other for a reason I don't understand. And I just Man, I, I didn't like the daughter. What's her name? Fallon? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fallon. Yeah, I just really didn't care for her character at all. And it was it was very difficult for me to 
kind of relate to anything she was doing and, and including in crystal, those two relationships, you know, I just don't get it. I have a stepmother. We didn't get along for a long time, but I, and you would think I would understand this relationship, but I just did not. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it was very over the top, which is actually the part I liked the most. Yeah. Yeah. I think their dynamic, <laughs> the their dynamic was one of the more intriguing ones mm-hmm. of the show, and I'm intrigued about um, after her driver for some reason because it's just so random to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's interesting, I yeah. think too, and I think they're kind of playing with something interesting from a class perspective there a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's the stuff I could be more interested in I if they dig into that yeah. more. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just there was one line that I, I was like, this is an example of what I think the show should be. Um, Fallon says to her, "You were gonna." not take the position because you wanted to honor your stepdaughter and she says that was before I met, met you, you. Yeah. and that's the moment I was like okay I'm in yeah. <laughs> like that. that was a bar that was a bar yeah. and I just would have wanted more of that I think and if the show I think really leans into those elements it could be like a really fun guilty pleasure show for me mm-hmm. yeah. I think right now it's trying to be kind of this faux serious social commentary yeah. and I, I want it to just be a trashy soap. Yeah, maybe they should just go all in on the trashiness. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be more enjoyable well, that and way. And the original was that, right? It yeah. was the two main characters. Um, what is Heather, not Heather Lockler's character. What was uh, her name? The char- it was Alexis the- versus Crystal. Okay. And then so I read that it's going to be Fallon, the new Fallon versus Crystal and, yeah. and more of that. Okay. And then I read online that there is going to be more of the cattiness and the fighting and, and the hair pulling because they're trying to sh- say that not only is it about like women and power and and leading the country, but why can't women fight like men? I literally read that yeah. online. Okay. So... So well, maybe they're setting it up, you know, it's just a pilot. You know? yeah. yeah. I think I might join the tentative play category with you, Linda. Because <laughs> well, you if there's going to be... Opinion. I might change. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, I'm literally, like, putting on my bathrobe right now, and I'm listening, and I was like, no, hold on. <laughs> Why? But Sam, don't you love no. Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars and all the girl drama shows? I love the heck out of it, but most of them, they're attacking men, which oh. I kind of like. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I like it a lot. I don't want to see women attacking each other. It's Even though those shows are kind of about women attacking each other, at the end of the day, they attack men also. Right. I like to see that. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is... for. For centuries, the entertainment—not centuries, but for a long time, for decades—the <laughs> entertainment industry has been built on sort of the image that women can't get along. Mm-hmm. So it is kind of a bummer yeah. if the show has to resort to that for success. But, but they're fighting to run the show. Yeah, that's which, true. Yeah. They're fighting for that's power. Yeah. yeah, they're fighting for power versus fighting for men. Right. Yeah. Which that's super it, refreshing. Exactly. I think so. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, literally. Well, a power. lot of our friends from the chat. Um, I'm, I'm looking at it now and. They're saying, wait till the second episode. Great. It gets crazier, all that good stuff. So That's good I have to hear. Hope. I have hope, too. Are you, do you, feel, you might be a tentative play as well, Sam. I mean, you know how much Ooh. I love the CW. Yes. If, if it pops up, I'm going to watch. Yes, yes, I'm going to watch at least oh three goodness, to four episodes. I just can't help <laughs> You guys so wishy-washy. Yeah. Yeah. Just one seven more years, now. Just one more. No, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty stuck here. <laughs> um, okay, so do we, think, do we think this show has runway? We like to kind of make predictions as to whether or not we think this show is going to get a second season, more episodes. I mean, I think so. I, again, like, I can't reiterate this enough. I do think it has compelling aspects. If the drama is revved up, 
people are going to want to check out check it out. Yeah, I might have like my side eye out with, with the TV <laughs> on, and be like, oh, they fighting. All right, I'm coming in for that. Roll out after the fight. Uh, so I do think I'd, I'd be I'd actually be shocked to see this show canceled early. Me too. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that it's going to go a second season. And the reason why I think that it's going to go a second season is, you know, online they've all been talking about who's going to play Alexis. Mm -hmm. And they're throwing, like, Heather Locklear out, which would be amazing because she was in the original. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm going to go by what my mom said. you got to give it a full season. And then a second season, pow! So I think it's going to go there. I would love to see Alicia Silverstone appear in one of these roles because she's such an iconic, like, 90s. I guess Dynasty was 80s. But um, this is the point at which each of us kind of give our out of five where we would land on this show. Um, I'll go ahead and start. I landed at a 2.9 out of 5 ooh, on this pilot. Ooh, that is low. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, it's it's better than a half. Right? And you're a tentative, a tentative play. You <laughs> it's give it almost, a 2.9. It's almost 3 out of 5. <laughs> right. It's almost 3. What about you, D? Um, this will probably be the highest I'll give a pass. I'd probably give it like a 3.9, 3.8. Oh, dang. Ish, yeah. Because you liked it, but you're just a pass. Yeah. I I'm gotcha. not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you Sam? Sam? What you got, Sam? Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, I'm close to Jeff. I'm a 3.0. Whoa. And as far as it moving on in the future, unless it has some real big star power behind it, which it very well may with all of the dynasty, you know, people that have been in the past, it might just get a go-ahead. But off of the pilot, I thought it was pretty dismal. In fact, mm. I think I'd give it a 2.8. Wow. There you go. Linda? I'm gonna go with the three. <laughs> Man, just, I gave it the just, highest grade. <laughs> just, on a, just on a pilot level, yeah. okay. Because I found like it was hard to follow. Mm. I didn't know all the characters, but mm. as I got into it a little bit, I was like, okay, maybe. And then there was the fight. And the, are we gonna talk about the explosion? We can talk about oh, the explosion. And then the explosion. <laughs> yeah. And someone might have died. And so I was like, okay, yeah. Mm. I'm gonna see what happens. But three on pilots because I've definitely seen way better pilots. Yeah. yeah. Especially from Josh Schwartz. I mean, I think usually I think he mm-hmm. usually really knows how to hit his lane. Mm. And I think this episode was a bit more muddled than mm. what we're used to from him, which is okay. That happens. And you know. Do you think he might have been constrained by having to stick to the mo- the original model? Yeah, you see yeah. That. I think so. And I think yeah, the show we kind of said this at the top, but like the show maybe maybe felt was a little both held back by but also pushing too far against what the original was and didn't maybe make the firmest decision as to what it should have been. And I don't know if there were... I mean, I know that the original creators are producers on this show. So there's also the question of you wonder how the different generations of writers are sort of wanting to approach this hugely popular intellectual property. Um, But... I actually think I'm going to watch the second episode. Because <laughs> I'm curious to see. There was stuff that I really liked, and yeah. I think it's a pretty well-written show, even if I didn't love the pilots. So. I, think, I think you guys are, are going to be into it. I yeah, think it's get we'll see. Yeah. I want it to get more interesting. <laughs> um, but, Sam, any last thoughts about the actual show before we kind of wrap out? Um, thank you guys for letting me, you know, just share my thoughts, you know, how much I feel about the... CW shows, and I am going to continue to watch because I just hope it gets better. Great. But also, this is no Riverdale. Yeah. This is no Riverdale. I know Sam's oh, I a huge Riverdale fan. Sam, where can the people find you online before you wrap out? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43 and at SamDavidsonEntertainment.com. Thank you so much, and um, I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, Sam. Bye, Sam. Thank you. 
Um, guys, for those tuning in who maybe disagree with us, which let us know if you do. That's one of the most fun things about this show is mm-hmm. hearing your comments. Um, let us know if you like it, what your thoughts are, where you disagree with us, where you agree with us. And let us know if you think we should be running an after show for this, especially for those who saw the second episode, which I think aired tonight. It so, did. Um, let us know your thoughts, and we may consider an after show if you guys are really into it. Um, until then, guys, my name is Jeff Graham. If you want to find me online, you can do so at Jeffrey C. Graham. Um, we haven't picked our pilot for next week, um, but I think I'd like to spend at least a little bit of time talking about Mindhunter, which is a new Netflix show. Uh, um, but I'd like to include maybe one more show in there that's a little more recent, because I think Mindhunter came out like five days ago. So um, where can the people find y'all online? Oh, we go, I'll go first. You guys can hit me up on Twitter at TheAngeloTV and at D'Angelo on Instagram. Where can they find me? And I'm Linda Antwi, and you can find me everywhere social media. Linda is so girly. G-I-R-L-I-E. Guys, thanks for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Um, Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.